What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. 200. 200. 100. We are 200 episodes in. Man, man, man. It don't feel like we've been doing this shit for almost four years now. Seems like we just started. Yes. With our proms too lit was our first episode. Too lit. Back in the archives, we listened to that. That was in May. Yeah, we weren't that good back then, but you hear our growth. <laughs> yes, you hear how we've grown. The too. humble begins. It's good to go back to listen to humble begins because you can see the growth. Like, where we had video, even though um, even though we still have hiccups now, like um, peek behind the curtain. It's the third time we tried to do this fucking podcast today. So episode two hundred is gonna be some hiccups, but we are gonna make it through. I'm just saying. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> on this motherfucker right here <laughs> so it's really hey. what, it's really 202 i don't know <laughs> 200 c is what i call it abc <laughs> there we go <laughs> we but we we in here though so yeah <laughs> we in here hey you just gotta roll with it if you get lemons you make lemonade and we made we made some good lemonade right now yeah. <laughs> but wow like you said 200 like this is like Mama, we made it. 200 episodes. We still here. They say most podcasts don't make it to their 10th episode. Are we way past that? Well, <laughs> podcasts, because people quit. They don't want, they don't see the long term. Mm-hmm. They start off hot. Their first episode, even second, third, fourth, fifth, around six to seven, they start losing. Start decline, you start doing like this. <laughs> and then like by like eight or nine, they're like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do this. Because I mean, it is work that involves uh, doing something like this. Like, like it may sound like, oh, Oz and Naima are just having fun. Even like seeing us on the video, like you guys, like you guys are having that's a. Where the idea came from? We just sitting yeah. around shooting the shit, like yeah, because that's where the idea of the podcast. Yeah, guess, give a little backstory on that. You were kind of drafted into this project, yeah. I was. I've been wanting a podcast for years because um, I'm in radio, as most of you probably know already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next um evolution of radio is podcasting i saw where the industry was going at the time mm-hmm. like yeah it's um because a lot of my people i know um they listen to podcasts more than they were sitting listening to the radio so yeah mm-hmm. i was like i need to get in on that so i wanted to get on the ground floor get on the ground floor yeah i've been wanting to do it for a couple of years but i didn't want to do it by myself because me personally the podcast i enjoy listening to are conversational ones. Yeah, like a bounce back. Yeah, a convers- bounce back yeah. It's like you just listening in to a conversation. That's what the best podcast to mm-hmm. be. Not just me just like talking to myself on a microphone. Yeah, so here's what I think of so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, yeah, it, and it's like... It, it gets boring. Mm-hmm. I could I could have done that format, but I wanted it to be conversational. But everybody I kept choosing to like be my partner on it kept flaking out on me. I had like comedians lined up. I had um had an act actress that was supposed to be. It was like people flaked on me. I had yeah. I said, oh yeah, let's do it. Like once again, excited. Then when it comes time to actually record the, uh, podcast, I got this. Like, to do. Um, I got well, that to do. I'm busy. Yeah. How about um? Can we push it back? And then, of course, push it back means never. <laughs> like, like Reality yeah. Street later means never. <laughs> yeah. Mad Magazine's parody of Sesame Street, Reality Street. Good <laughs> shit. <yeah. laughs> 
But that's what happened. So then um, we would just have conversations. Like, we just talk for hours on the phone sometimes just about bullshit. Just about. Me and just talking about. Seinfeld, that shit. We would talk hours about nothing. <laughs> the light bulb came on like, you know what? This is the podcast. It's me and you just talking, kid. I said, let's record this weekend. It's like, <laughs> literally. And I was like. <laughs> that combined with me, I just started at Illinois Media School like about four sure. years ago as well. So, um. And I taught a podcasting class. Mm-hmm. I was actually shadowing, yeah, Mike Love at the time. I wouldn't even like lead. I was um, I was the sidekick at the time. So I was shadowing. Mm-hmm. He was teaching the podcasting. I'm listening to the students like in their podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely doing this shit. And then I just drafted you what we recorded that weekend. So that's how we got started. And I had zero experience. <laughs> zero. <laughs> So I was like, let me just. I've been doing it almost four years, so there you go. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh! Like I, I, you actually saw me grow up. Like you people saw me or heard me first before the video came, and now you can hear and see me. So you saw my growth and heard my growth and everything from, like I said, when the podcast first started, I only had Ariana. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even pregnant with Khalil, and then I got pregnant with Khalil. And then he actually was born technically almost damn, damn near on the podcast. Well, now we're after he was born, we uh went live mm-hmm. recording. Mm-hmm. Cause like I just was like, please don't go into labor while I'm doing like I was like, I just didn't want to go into labor while recording. I didn't want to go into labor because uh, it was Easter Sunday when everybody was looking at me and they was like, Oh my god, they was like, You are so pregnant. It's like, Are you gonna have this baby now? Cause my stomach was like, <laughs> it was all the way out to here. So I was just like, I don't want to go into labor while I'm doing the podcast. I don't want to go into labor while at Easter dinner. I was like, please just let me be okay. And then I did it. And then I was okay. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to just be at my home when I start feeling these pains and like be in a relaxed environment, not doing anything. And then we can just go from there. But uh, we definitely went from there. <laughs> we got and we got some first on that episode, like I said, Khalil's first bath, his first diaper change, all his of that. First hair wash here. You can hear him <laughs> crying. You can hear him in the background. So I'm going to go back and listen to that now because just listen to little Khalil when he's That's a little baby. And I listen back to That'll be a fun episode. Because like I said, he's almost three now. He'll be three on Saturday. And birthdays. It's birthday, birthday boy! It's birthday. it's my birthday. Was my birthday? It was on the twenty fourth. Like kind of like still that. celebrating. So this is kind of the birthday edition of the podcast, you could say. I say, if your birthday falls in the week, you can celebrate all through the weekend. <laughs> That's my rule. You can do it the whole weekend. Just kind of just kick it. Just do you. Mm-hmm. We've had a rough two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty was a rough ten years. That whole year felt like ten. So whatever you want to do to enjoy your birthday, go and do it. And for those that don't know, my birthday, along with little Ariana, yes. my daughter, my niece, like her birthday is the day after mine, the 25th. Yeah, the 25th. So yeah. I came by to bring mm-hmm. a gift, like um, a little DJ toy. So yeah, oh, Lord, yeah, DJ Ari's back. Like you can check my Instagram. You can see the DJ, debut. Of DJ Ari is back. The, 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 and the, now you, may have, you may have... You may have birthed DJ KG. DJ Khalil has been birthed too. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. now they both want DJ. <laughs> DJ Ari, you know, she was about his age, like when she started DJing. So she could say she DJed. Yeah, she was three. About three, yeah. So, yeah. DJ Ari. Hit the turntable. Um, she was, she was DJing the Michael Jackson. 
I came by with gifts and um, I received some myself. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Khalil. That's Ariana right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Courtesy of Ariana. And like I said, Hallmark ain't got shit on this. Mahogany yes, definitely ain't got shit on this. With the <laughs> they baby mama day cards yeah, <laughs> on Father's Day. Yeah. Happy, happy single Mother's Day. Like, so we're going to read these. Ariana, I came by. She said, Uncle Oz, here you go. Ariana, and this was all them mine. Like I said, I did not put the kids up to it. The kids made these cards on their own because Ariana knows Uncle Oz's birthday is the day before hers, so your birthday is always going to be special for her. So Mm -hmm. she's like, I gotta give Uncle Oz his birthday card, (laughs) and Khalil had to give you one too. (laughs) Card right there. Happy birthday. I love you. Said I got a cake. I got hearts. I got presents. I got balloons. It's all there. Courtesy of our damn good job, too. That's so sweet. (laughs) My baby. And from Ariana, Khalil, courtesy of Ariana, she says, Yes, of course. Ariana, she's this is her handiwork, but it's from Khalil, though. From Khalil, yes. Because you can see can't uh, same it. handwriting, so yeah, but this one's Khalil, from Khalil can't quite write the words out yet. <laughs> can't do it just quite yet, but he's going to get there. <laughs> he did give me, um, I see some balloons splattered in there somewhere, and this yeah. handiwork. <laughs> Oh, but that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. But then he went back. He was crying. Yeah. <laughs> he actually, um, I might have re-gift this one to him. <laughs> <laughs> he might get it back because he gave yeah, it to when I was leaving out with it. He cried. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, you can't give somebody a gift and then cry and then want it back. That's not how this works. He still <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Had to teach him though. Mm. But um uh, well, like I say, like our birthday, the birthday celebration that I did with the kids, um, I took them. I did a private screen at the Tom and Jerry movie because okay. you can rent out a movie theater. That's what you can do now. You can rent out a movie theater for a flat fee. I, I, I was supposed to be there, but got some bad intel. Ended up at the wrong. Yeah, time. Went to wrong. That later, so yeah. yeah, it's okay. I was technically in a whole nother city from. <laughs> It's okay, because we were looking for you and like, uh... <laughs> I was in the parking lot where I was at, and there was nobody. I'm the only There was nobody there. there. You're like, uh... Yeah, where, yeah, like, is this a surprise party? Where's everybody <laughs> parked at? Yeah, so that's what I was looking like, yeah. What side of this building you parked it's on? It's dark as hell. <laughs> it's dark as hell. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was I'm nice, though. Building. I didn't see no cars nowhere. Like, yeah. Uh, it was nice going there. Like I said, we got to have our theater to ourselves and you can have up to 20 people in the theater. You order your concessions ahead of time online. They'll have it ready for you. You go pick them up. It was really nice. So it's like we got to have our own theater. Me and Ariana, her cousins, her friends. Wad. So it was nice. They, her, they enjoyed her, themselves. Her the kid day better. ones. <laughs> her day ones, yeah. Her besties. They enjoyed themselves. Like, um, her bestie's mom was saying, I could get used to this private screen and stuff. <laughs> Shout out, Kanisha. <laughs> no, Kanisha, she can throw the next one. There. <laughs> yeah, on there. Private screening on Kanisha. <laughs> 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 throw the next one. There. 
But yeah, um, and, uh, no, I was confused as well too because I do a lot. Like I said, I was I taught class um Thursday night, which was been Ariana's actual birthday. And go back because you were up all day because we were watching the trade deadline. We're gonna circle back to that later. Said, yeah, we're up all day with that. We were texting Ari, all morning. Ari's birthday. <laughs> then I stopped by to drop off Ari's gift, mm-hmm. and I had to do the overnight show, morning show as well. Another side gig I'm doing. I did that afterwards. I like, yeah, like just making all the money. Well, some of it making my share. <laughs> and um, I went to um, was a DJ battle that um, my homegirl Liv set up myself and mm-hmm. Shy Bliss. My another fellow Aries of mine. Oh, so is, he, is he Aries also? I'm about to say, isn't Bliss's birthday coming up too? That's coming up. Yeah, now. I thought that. I thought I remembered that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which was fine. Yeah. It was myself and um shout DJ Gidham, one of my students. Nice. Had another student that was there too that was on Blizz's team. So it was um it's definitely um fun style. Shout out Isaiah. And then like a lot of my students were there just like so to show love. So it was definitely fun. Had a great time at that. I felt the love on his birthday. <laughs> so needless to say, I got home that night was beat and then um got ready to go. To the, to the screening I was supposed to be there because I've um pretty much every every year since Ari was born like we've done something like always because yeah. our birthdays are so close so we always we tend to spend it together yeah just out this time but we like, whether it be like we did brunch one year like we went out for brunch and everything yeah we usually do like something mm-hmm. obviously last year everything got shut down last year yeah last year. So. <laughs> So this is like a make good. This is a basically like last year. And so this is REI's basically fifth and sixth birthday. This year was to make up for last year also, basically. That's why I did the movie theater. And so but, I'm in the wrong place, long story short. And that's, that's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag doing too much. That's doing too I, much. <laughs> doing too much. That was the definition of doing too much. That I actually ended up at the wrong spot. And by the time I would have made it out to where you were at, I'm like, oh, the movie would be ending, so I'm not going to make it. Yeah, because the movie's only like 100. It's a kid's movie, so it's 100 minutes. The kids ain't going to sit through no three. <laughs> they definitely not sitting through the um the Snyder cut of fucking Justice. Oh, hell no. The movie's like four fucking hours long. Like, I still I can't, haven't watched I can't that yet. That shit, that's how long it is. <laughs> I still haven't watched it yet. It's four hours. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Like Endgame was longer than Endgame was what like three hours, three and a half hours, right? Yeah. Because I made sure I, I was like, like, I'm like, this. When I looked at the runtime, I'm like, this fucking movie's four hours. I was like, for Endgame, I made sure I went. I peed. I was like, I'm not going to drink a lot of stuff. I'm not going to drink a lot. Like I usually like ICs when I'm in the theater. I was like, I'm not going to drink a lot of icy. I'm not going to do anything. Cause the hell did movies get so long? It's like it wasn't always a thing. Like movies being this long. Like movies that were like over two hours used to be like long back in the day. Like yeah, now, like, oh, now if a movie is under two hours, it seems like it's short. It's like, a, it's like a, but you can successfully tell a story in under two hours. Like Trey in places with a beautifully written movie, and it was less than two hours long. It's well, like an hour and a half, like a little over an hour and a half. Uh, no, that was made in the eighties. That's why when when movies were like a respectable length. Because <laughs> you can get in and get out. You can. Here's all you need to do. You need to establish the characters. Build the build up, have the climax, come down, resolve the problem. You got the end. Then you run the little end crest and have a little joke at the end. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. You don't have to have like a whole Marvel. They, they do way too much. Like now with all the post credit bullshit, you can't even like 
dip out and shit. You have to literally sit until it fades to black now and shit. Because you're scared you're going to miss something. Is I'm going to miss the fucking teaser for the next one and shit. Like, Or you can dip out like, when the credits start rolling, you get the fuck out and shit. Now, like Marvel said, no, we're going to make these motherfuckers sit through all of it. We play two of them. Because yeah. somebody was like, uh, like I saw a meme on Facebook. And I was like, the funniest meme I seen. They even beat people, the crowd no more. And shit, the people yeah. who aren't Marvel fans get up as soon as the credits roll. They be like, <laughs> like you're going to miss them. Because they, because like first they run some credits, then they play the first trailer. Then they run the rest of credits, and at the very end, they play the second one. I get it. Um, post um, <laughs> like post credits or like yeah, credit things. It's not a new thing, but um, back in the day, they weren't must see and shit. No, it wasn't. Like for example, like coming to America with the Jewish guys, like um, where's the soup? Aha! Uh-huh. Like you, you, if you missed that, you didn't care. It's like it didn't matter. Like, that was yeah, like happened like during the credits. Say like it wasn't essential though. Like but now with Marvel, they they go show like a teaser to the next movie and all of that. Yeah, shit. like when they showed uh and now like that, you, you miss it and you miss out. They showed out. Bucky at the end of Black Panther when you saw the white wolf or whatever, and they showed Bucky. Yeah. Like he ended up in Wakanda, and so then you figure out, oh, Bucky got to Wakanda. Yeah. Well, another one from back today is House Party and shit. Well, like the roof that blows up at the beginning, it comes back down. Comes down the, the cops. Like, but who cares? You, know, you, you, you missed that. It, uh, it's not essential to the storyline. Who cares? Right. It's like, but now, like the post credits, like the post credits things aren't new, but like back in the day, if you missed it, you just found out like when you rented it years later, it's like, oh, they had something after the credit. Oh, it was a credit. Okay. Like a nice little Easter egg back in the day. Like now it's must see and shit. It's like, it you didn't even know because like you probably just left your B- like, Google on way, but you probably left your BCR running and you were like doing laundry or something or uh-huh. cooking dinner. And then you just happened to look up on TV like, oh, I didn't know this was at the end. You know, it's like oh, oh, the, the old man tells a joke and shit. Like, yeah, oh, okay. Really, you thought of coming to America? It's like, yeah, would you give? Yeah, if you like to? We can give it up all now. Nah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. You didn't know it was a whole other scene with the old man telling a joke. Back in the right. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it was like post credits. Now it was like you feel like you really gonna miss some shit. But horror um, movies. <laughs> crowds and like getting together. Let's talk about that damn vaccine for a hot second. They really are selling the shit out of this vaccine. They really making motherfuckers think like, hmm, people that are like on the fence. Because now the CDC is saying that for those that are fully vaccinated, that means you got both doses and it's like two weeks after your second dose, something like mm-hmm. that. I don't have the exact timeline, but something like that. You're, you're two fully weeks. vaccinated about two weeks after you get your second shot. They say you can um uh, you can gather in groups with like other vaccinated people without masks and be safe. It's like they really making it seem like um life can be like normal and shit. Once you get like they really selling it hard, so people are like, hmm, people that are on the fence are really like. And are they saying you can pretty much travel anywhere? Like if you have your both of your vaccinations, like you can pretty yeah, much travel and do stuff. Tra- yeah, like um, going to like large arenas and stuff. They really are um selling it. Like I said, they really selling it. I said I'm calling just, it now. The NFL is gonna have full arenas. Like, oh my, yes, you, you know they are. They ain't missing out money two years in a row. They ain't missing out money. Last year they were the first ones to have crowds. When NBA had the bubble, like NCAA was canceled. Baseball had the cutouts and shit. But um, NFL was like, nope, we got crowds. <laughs> it was smaller crowds, but they were the first ones to have crowds. Yeah, but they ain't missing out also no series money because football is how much billions of dollars going to football? It's the biggest. Uh, <laughs> like Most of your top sports teams are NFL teams. NFL. Like the Cowboys, the Giants. Cowboys. Money teams like that and shit, yeah. 
Now you got other shit like the Lakers sneak in, like some NBA, but like yeah. and like the Yankees for baseball. But um, most of the um the the biggest teams are NFL teams, the money makers. Like, the, the like, here, yeah. like the Bears are the biggest team in Chicago. The biggest sports team is the Bears. Yeah. When the Bears are good, people in Chicago like or go to your timeline when the Bears oh. and like watch your timeline compared to like um when the Bulls or the Black, especially the Blackhawks, nobody gives a shit about the White Sox. No one cares about the White Sox. White Sox and Blackhawks, like nobody cares about. They're the ballhead stepchild, the White Sox. Clubs and Bulls, Bears, like <laughs> that's how Chicago fans are. Bears, <laughs> all right. Bears and shit. Bears, then Cubs, because Cubs fans be a little. They that, be a yeah, little. Cubs are probably ahead of the Bulls. I give you that. Yeah. And then Bulls are like. You know, we have some diehard Bulls. It's some diehards. It's some diehard Bulls fans. And the late Salik. <laughs> yeah. It's some diehard Bulls fan. Which we'll call our brother's a pretty type Bulls fan. Beast is a type pretty type Bulls fan. Beast is a pretty type Bulls fan. He is. I'm a Bulls fan. I'm not a diehard. I'm not a die diehard, but I am I'm a Bulls, Bulls fan. fan. But I will talk shit about them when they do dumb shit. Which they finally didn't for a change when we when we get to our fucking trade. Right. Yeah, a lot went down at the trade deadline. But um yeah, NFL ain't missing. That's the point they I ain't missing out their money. No, they ain't missing. Like out. Full, full arenas like seventy thousand shit. Like, oh ain't gonna God. go all in. I'm already expecting that shit. <laughs> full buildings and shit. arenas do hold like seventy thousand people. In football stadiums, yeah, they hold a lot. Big as hell, big as hell football stadiums. I've been to um I've been to Soldier Field. I've been to um Ford Field in Detroit. It's like like eighty thousand. That place holds like that. (laughs) Yeah, these big ass buildings like that. I'm just nervous about trying. Cowboys stadium holds damn near a hundred thousand. (laughs) Then I'm nervous about that. Even with vaccinated, I mean, like I'm not just gonna hey, like even if you do get vaccinated, I don't want you to be in my face. Like hey, I'm not. I'm yeah, sure. I was definitely still mask up and all of that shit, even fully. Man. Just, you said knock on wood, you haven't had any clothes this season with the mask on. The mask is like it's had a side effect because of that. Like I haven't caught any colds or like none of that shit. Is like I think it's the masking, the social distancing, and all the hand washing has mm-hmm. um really um cut down on the on the germs like that. <laughs> and I do my boost too. On the germs. Yeah. I do my elderberry boost. I do my emergency. I do like my little boost too in between. Mm-hmm. I have my stuff to help me. I do my smoothies with my elderberry. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm not playing with these people. Well, you want to talk NBA trade deadline since we're here? Let's do it. We're going to start with our Chicago Bulls. I should have worn Chicago Bulls finally making some um, serious moves. Let's, um, let's, let's talk about the trade and then talk about the backstory. Yeah. The Chicago Bulls, for the first time in close to a decade, have two all-stars on their roster. Count them two. Made a trade, acquired Nikola Vucevic, along with Al Farouk Amino. Vucevic was the main centerpiece. Al Farouk Amino was just another extra to go along. That was to make the salaries match. To make the salaries match, yeah. Wendell Carter, Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks, um, top four protected. So long, Wendell Carter Jr., Marcus's favorite him. player. Sarcasm because Marcus I, couldn't stand him. Nor could I, yeah. We probably <laughs> talked about here, but um from day one, I didn't like that motherfucker. Like the day he was drafted, um, because remember that draft? 
Luka Doncic, Trey Young, and DeAndre Ayton, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Like um, these were all names that were like <laughs> even Mo Bamba. Like um, even though Bamba, he's kind of been on uh, like <laughs> the, the song is better than his play. I believe it at that. <laughs> the song is better than how he's been on the court. Yeah, with Bamba, but um, it could be because because of Vucevic. Like you got an all star, like and you play the same position, you're not gonna get a lot of minutes. So now that he's gone, like maybe we can see the real Mo Bamba. So that's like it might benefit him. Mm-hmm. Now him, now I let him and Carter like battle it out, find out which one is better. Bob mm-hmm. Orlando is like, hey, Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba. <laughs> the spot's up for grabs for y'all to take. Like whoever wants it can take it. Yeah, I'm rooting exactly. for Mo Bamba. FYI, fuck, 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 <laughs> uh, fuck Wendell Carter. <laughs> I'm rooting for Bamba. He's really <laughs> rooting for him. I was Tyra Banks. I was really rooting for you. I wanted him to be good, but it just. Mm. <sighs> he just didn't uh, yeah when he i saw it i was like wendell carter like i was like that that got media that's a typical guard packs pick it got mediocre written all over it like dude is like, he's not a star and shit like he's not going to um, he's not going to light up your um stat sheet is like mm-hmm. he's not going to make wow the fans with his moves it's like it's just just a motherfucker like he's not even a fun because like, some people don't have all the glitz and glam but i'll take a tim duncan and somebody who's fundamental as hell i'll take a fundamental as hell he wasn't even that yeah you say tim duncan's a hall of famer this dude ain't but i'm saying he wasn't even that <laughs> like some people just aren't flashy but they're fundamental as hell i'll take a fundamental as hell with all the bells and whistles but he wasn't even that he wasn't even like fundamental he was just a guy. <laughs> Didn't like the pick. Me and um, the late Salik Ziad, rest in peace. We went back and forth about this fucking dude on draft day because, you know, Salik was a diehard Bulls fan. Like, yeah, I'm glad they got Carter. I think he's going to be solid. Yeah, like he's, I said, uh, I'm not excited about that. <laughs> Probably going to be mediocre. <laughs> I, said, I, like, I, don't, so I don't expect dude to ever be a star. I, I, I guess like, what drew me in is because he wore his Wakanda outfit. And I, that's why I was like, <laughs> Because <laughs> he has Wakanda outfit on that he wore on draft day. I was like, yeah, Wakanda. <laughs> the talent the Bulls didn't get. Like I said, Luca, Trey to a lesser extent. Yeah. And, um, even Porter. Like they passed on. A lot of teams passed on Porter. Yeah, because Porter had the injury. But still, yeah. though, it's like um guard packs didn't have that vision. That's the thing. Like they that's why they're gone. Like, fuck them. They suck and shit. Yeah. But they didn't have the vision. Like, they know who else was injured on draft day? Oh. Joel Embiid. Who else was on draft day? Ben Simmons. Philadelphia took both of them. I'm just saying, like, they had a vision. They said, like, sure, these guys are hurt. We still going to draft them. But we, let's now, roll the dice. Yeah. And if they, do, if they aren't what they cracked it to be, then we can move them later. Yeah, so what? It's like, yeah. But if, you take a, if you take something that you think is a diamond and then we dust it off and it is a diamond, mm-hmm. look what you got. Imagine if, if passed, imagine if Philadelphia had passed on MB because he was hurt on draft day. If it's just a Cuban Zaconia, after you dust it off, you're like, okay, <laughs> send it out. But, and, but you see, they trusted the process. Guard pack didn't it's hard for people to see. Well, it, was hard. it was hard for them to see that vision. It was hard. Said, look at this boring fucking shithead that Oz does. The specific shot at me is like, yeah, this boring shithead that Oz don't like. Oz doesn't like. Really, just like, really personally against. I took it personal. Shit. <laughs> Vendetta against Oz. <laughs> That's how I saw it. At least. A hot mess. A hot mess. <laughs> Day one. That's why when I saw, and we talked about this. I don't know if it was here on the podcast or um. 
was it personally and shit? Um, I don't know. Um, we have so many conversations they run together. Could have been a group chat with um uh, the other siblings. I don't know. Even though Kareem don't watch, he probably has no idea who went. Yeah, he don't be like like when we have our group texts like that. Like he don't. He, yeah, he probably doesn't even know who Zach Levine is. Like I would. Um, I probably, I probably would remove him because he don't watch. The, he watch <laughs> when they good. He'll watch, but like he's not watching the rebuilding. Like Kareem, no, he's, <laughs> he's probably like Zach. Who is like? I'm sure he has no idea who these guys are. But uh, and Zach is an all star, so I know he don't know who Wendell Carter is. <laughs> So I'm so I'm that form picture of that bomb and shit. I bet you won't. <laughs> I'm going hard, but I'm just I was legit happy over this trade because like for so many years under the guard packs regime, they just um they made trades just for for cash and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just and that's what and shit. Yeah. and because we're so used to that, that's why I was like I don't expect them to do. It. I said I expect them just to ride out this roster until a uh, free agency in summertime. Yeah, I said I think. The new, I said I think the new front office needs to make a move. Otherwise, um, we don't need more of the same. Like, um, you bringing these new guys in to like. I didn't think honestly they were going to do anything because that's just what that was. That's status quo. The Bulls have always been status quo. Like the guard packs era was status quo. And they make a bullshit trade, like trade somebody. Let's say, like, if it was guard packs, they'd trade like like Denzel Valentine and Felicio for cash, like something like that. That nobody. <laughs> And that's the trade they would have made. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a trade they made. It's like something like that. Some I think I like, Valentine um and Felicio for cash considerations. And like, <laughs> with um with picks attached, of course, like you're gonna send out second round picks to the other team. But they're not gonna do anything like big like this one. Drastic. And I wasn't expecting that's why when uh Feast text the group check and was like booch, I'm like booch, and then it Click to me. I was like, we got those events. <gasps> then my face were like, they're like, Ooh. Talk about like, that on this podcast. Um, I was legit surprised they got Vooch. I was at some other names out there, but um, I didn't think they would be able to pull off getting another all-star like this. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the Bulls are contenders now, but it's forward motion. It's like, forward you can't motion, suck yeah. forever. It's like, sure, Philadelphia, they suck. They're, they Korean stuff, and they suck their way in success and shit. Yeah, but <laughs> everybody can do that shit. It's like, yeah. like, look at Sacramento. You can't just suck for, like, 15 yeah, years and shit. Yeah. You can't do that. Like, they haven't been good since Chris Webber was traded. Like, you can't just suck forever yeah. It's like, yeah, you really can't. Like another team like Minnesota, they have, they suck pretty much since Kevin Garnett was traded and shit. They were good like that one year when Tibbs and Jimmy Butler were there, but like for the yeah, most part, that team has sucked since Kevin Garnett left in 2007. Even like, the Knicks are making a turnaround. Even the Knicks are good now. Even the Knicks have turned it yeah. around. <laughs> Knicks are moving in the right direction. They got an all-star with Julius Randle. They still need mm-hmm. a second one now. We got our second now. <laughs> but yeah. hey, they, they got they got an all-star, so they um trending upwards mm-hmm. but yeah because I, I, I'm, I'm in um i'm in I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied now but i'm in message boards and like different you know little online groups and stuff. yeah yeah mm-hmm. we'd be talking about basketball and stuff like and it is like was the pro tank side there's a lot of people that uh, wanted to go the opposite direction like trade away zach yeah while he's like he's why like, Hey, yeah, while he's at his all his while his value is at an all time high, you can trade him away for assets. Like, hell. Yeah, you are, I say you already have a good player. It's like y'all are looking at this pie in the sky, like um assuming that the draft picks you get is gonna be the next LeBron James. But like, what are the chances of that? It's a reason why they call it the draft they call it the draft lottery for a reason. It's playing it's the lottery. lottery, it's a damn lottery, yeah. 
when you have a good player, you use that. You got to attract more players. Build around him. Nobody's coming to you. You think AD would have went to the Lakers if LeBron wasn't there? Hell no. You attract more players. You think mm-hmm. that um, Kyrie and Kevin Durant wouldn't have went to Brooklyn if they didn't like become a playoff team? Mm-hmm. Like they actually they started winning. And then Kyrie and KD said, hmm, we should go there and team. We go there and we can make them better. They just suck ass and shit. Like, yeah. They sucked for a while after that um Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce trade, but they got it, but this what they got a real GM to like fix that. Mm-hmm. He started getting all these bargain band players. He got Dinwiddie, he got Joe Harris, he got um D'Lo for practically nothing. It's like he put together right. a nice squad. So then like Kyrie and KD said, Okay, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. they doing something. Let's go there. If they had yeah. sucked, like they wouldn't like but look on the other side, how the Knicks were. Knicks were hot trash. They said, We're not going there. Like you can't just suck your way into like it's like you're not, you can't like go there. Enough. <laughs> well, said, Why the fuck you go there and shit? Yeah. You said the key word, the GM. It yeah. starts at the top. Mm-hmm. The GM. The previous GM was Billy King, which was a dumbass. He's the one who um made that horrible trade. Um, gave up all these picks for um um an aging Kevin Garnett, Paul <laughs> Pierce, and Terry and shit. <laughs> gave up like all these first rounders, which turned into um. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. He turned basically Boston's core now. They they, they still winning now because of that trade. <laughs> they still winning now because of that fucking trade. That um. So then he got fired. They brought in a new front office. The mm-hmm. New front office like was basically like doing nothing. He was turning um. He was making wine out of water and <laughs> Like he literally or making lemonade out of lemons. Like he really like he had shit and he like he made chicken salad out of that chicken shit. <laughs> Because um, cause think about what he had coming in. He had a, sh- a shitty roster, and you can't tank because you don't have any picks. You got pick. all your picks, so they had tank. Tanking ain't going to do nothing like why. Danny Ainge was very smart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Danny Ainge was super smart. I said, how did like, Danny Ainge is a GM getting all that stuff? He was. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even tank their way into success. They couldn't Philadelphia that shit because the worse we are, it's better for Boston. Like we suck now. They got Jason Tatum because of us. Yeah, they got the good picks. Got to do. It ain't helping us. It's benefiting them. And shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can't tank. So um, they had to figure out another way. They had to like bring in like Dinwiddie and like and they had to use like lower draft picks and then like smart signings and smart mm-hmm. trades. Like I said, the Joe Harris was definitely a smart trade. They basically got him for nothing. Like yeah, now he's he's one of the best shooters in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Dinwiddie, he's like he's hurt now, but like Dinwiddie is like energy off the bench guy now with Brooklyn mm-hmm. now. Um, D'Lo, like the Lakers, like basically gave him away and shit, yeah, because they gave up on him and shit. So they got D'Lo for like practically nothing. So like they were like, like I said it was smart moves and shit. And D'Lo is what part of the reason why they ended up with Kevin Durant because they used like they sent D'Lo back to the Warriors in a signing trade. So like, so mm-hmm. technically that D'Lo trade actually helped them get Kevin Durant. Kevin right. Durant. Mm-hmm. So that's smart GMing, which is um what the Bulls have now, smart front office. Because the um are the GM the Bulls have now the well the um the um yeah the part of the front out one of the guys he came from Denver you put that yeah, together you put that Denver team together exactly together with Jamal Murray and the Joker and um he put that team to, Michael Porter he drafted him so that was encouraging back faster than he drafted him I'm just saying <laughs> that was encouraging seeing that though that because like when we got him I'm like okay if this is a guy who put that team together, then that's encouraging to see that come The here. team that bitch slapped the Clippers out of the playoffs last year. <laughs> and um and fought hard against the Lakers. Yeah. They fought hard against the yeah. champs last year. Mm-hmm. But, but. Yeah. 
Bulls, pretty active, like Bulls were pretty active on trade day. Yeah. He actually made a, a second trade as well, too. Three-team trade between um, Chicago, the Washington Wizards, and the Boston Celtics. Right. Mm-hmm. Bulls sent out Daniel Gafford and Chandler, Chandler Hutchinson. No, Gafford was a guy you like to like hire. That's a good, guy. He was. Um, I thought that I thought Gafford could have been like he could have been trained up to be like another Taj Gibson mm-hmm. because he had like that natural ability, but you just needed to just polish him up a little bit. I thought that he could have had good potential, but the best of luck to him in Washington. Best of luck to him out there. Bulls yeah. ended up getting Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green, Daniel Tice. That's the one that excites me, and um. And they still were even like this. How much better the new front office is than the old, than the guard packs. And guys, they did this trade right here and still got cash. So they like, we got good players and got some cash. We didn't just send out crap for like cash. Actually, said we still, we actually made a real trade and still got some cash for um, all. That's how you do it. It's like, yeah, we still got cash, but we also got Javante Green. We got Daniel Tice. We got Troy Brown Jr. They sent out Luke Cornett's bum ass. Yeah, like he sucked. Like, yeah. So but he he went to Boston along with Mo Wagner. That's really um Boston was making a cash dump. Yeah. Daniel Tice is um he's a free agent next season. They're not re-signing him. Nah. They they roster is way too bloated right now because they paying Jason Tatum max. They're playing Jalen Brown max. Um uh, Kimball Walker is getting max. They got way too much. They gotta save that roster. So like you're not gonna play a backup center like um big money, so they sent him and um and Tice was balling last season. I don't know if you watched um the Celtics like during the bubble and all of that, like from last year. I like, didn't see them on the bubble. Yeah, he um they got a nice backup now, so they got two good centers. Nice. They got Vucevic starting, and then they got Tice as the backup. So and yeah. I got to see Vucevic's um debut and in- yeah, he's in San Antonio. Bulls didn't win that game, but Vuce looked good though. He did look good, and it's just a matter of like I said, they hadn't, they didn't practice yet together. They only did a shoot around, mm-hmm. and I said it's just a matter of them learning each other, learning the system. Zach was looking excited on his social media. I don't know if you saw like his reaction. Yeah, yeah, Zach he was excited. Was legit pumped because now, because like I said, good players want to play with other good players. Mm-hmm. So like he's like, I'm an all star now. I got an all star partner. Mm-hmm. Good players want to play with other. Good and just players. the just the difference between Vucevic and um, Wendell Carter. It's like. The post presence, like the way he was down there dominating the post, I'm like, this is what we needed. This is what we've been missing. Like mm-hmm. he's a post player. Like he was in there, in there, like doing the damn thing. I'm like, okay. What a lot of people haven't been paying attention to as well with Vooch. Um, dude is shooting like 40% from downtown as well, too. So mm-hmm. like he could stretch the floor. Not only it, can he like play down low, like he can get out on the perimeter. And it's his- only three of them yeah. that are doing 25, 10. And uh, 40% for three-point. Yeah. It's Joel Embiid, Joker, and uh, Vucevic. Those are the only three. When they showed that stat across the screen, they was like, these are the only three centers that are doing this. Mm -hmm. And they was like, and the Bulls got one of them now. Stacey King was like, and the Bulls have one of them now. We have one of those players that's doing that. We have one of them now. I know the pro tank crowd was upset over the picks that they gave up, but like I say, you just can't suck forever. I don't mind. No, you can't. That's I don't mind the Bulls losing those two first. That's weak. Like, That's weak. Yeah. Like they probably gonna get number seven again and draft more Wendell Carters of the world. So. <laughs> uh, you, you want um, you want you, you, you rather have Vucevic or two more Wendell? What's his name? McDermott. <laughs> you want more of that and shit? Yeah, like that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jim or Frederick. <laughs> 
<laughs> use his garbage ass and shit. You want more of that and shit, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're going to get at seven. That's what you're going to get. But yeah, the dumbass is like, yeah, well, Steph Curry got drafted at seven. But yeah, not, yeah, like the Bulls are really going to get the next Steph Curry. Like, yeah, Kobe coming seven too. I think wasn't Kobe. Kobe, not Kobe was like thirteen. No, Kobe was like fifteen. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe was, was way down. That's right. He was like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Who else was like number seven? Was somebody else? I know Steph Curry was a seven. Somebody he's, else he's big was a seven. Number seven pick of all time is Steph Curry. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was somebody else that was good. That was a seven. People were like, yeah, see, Steph Curry was seven. So also was seven. Yeah, was seven. Crapton Kirk was also seven. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you got just as you more like you more likely to get Crapton Kirk than Steph Curry. Crapton Kirk or Steph. <laughs> right, you're more likely to get him than Steph and shit. Yeah. That's your range. That's your range right there. <laughs> More likely, you're going to get the other. That range is a little too big for me. You're going to get the latter, most likely, than the former. So we, we talked enough about the Bulls. Exactly. Let's, talk about, let's talk about some more of the um, trade deadline stuff that went down. Yeah. Well, we can finish up the Bulls real quick. Like, one movie they didn't make that um kind of bummed me out. I wanted Lonzo Ball. Yeah. They tried to get him, but they didn't offer enough. Yeah. So he's still yeah. with um he's still with New Orleans. He don't want to be there, so um, they probably gonna go up to him in summer. Yeah, because he's a free agent, so the Bulls can um, they can make a move to try to get him then. But um, like with, with a player like that, you want to be in the driver's seat because he's restricted. So um, if the mm-hmm. Bulls do go after him, like um, New Orleans can match, but um, if you don't want to be there, I don't know why you would match. It's like the dude right. said he don't want to play there. Just yeah, but I think it's still match if the Bulls do make an offer for him. But like when you're in a driver's seat, like like the like with Zach Levine, because like mm-hmm. remember Sacramento made an offer, but the Bulls matched. And at right. the time, when the pro tank crowd was mad at that, but now that's like one of the best contracts out there. Exactly. <laughs> Zach is technically underpaid now because uh, because of that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Zach is an all star, but he's like making a reasonable salary for like somebody at his level. Right. Mm-hmm. Way worse players making more than him. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of bums making more than Zach right now. <laughs> so Zach is actually underpaid, but like a lot of the pro tank were complaining. It's all there for Zach Levine, but now he's underpaid. So, exactly. so you don't know what you're talking about it. But yeah, Bulls, um, yeah, what does the offer I saw that they made to um with Sadaransky and like a bunch of seconds, but um guess they I don't know if they wanted Kobe White or something like that as well, too, which I probably would have pulled the trigger. I like Kobe White, but Lonzo, <laughs> you got to make that move. Like <laughs> Lonzo and shit, like uh, he's he's the perfect point guard to go next to Zach because like he's a traditional pass first point guard. Zach is ball dominant. So next to him, you want that type of player. Sadaransky right. cool, but he's um I think he's a backup. I don't think he's, he's a backup. He's a good backup. He is. Because he's smart, he knows the game. Like he's a veteran, and he it's knows Zach. Zach but um, I think the, um, yeah. you want to make some noise in the East, um, because the East is is pretty much wide open. You um, you get a you get a legit point guard there, you can make some noise, especially mm-hmm. with Zach and Vooch is like, and then you get like somebody legit in that spot, which Lonzo could have been. Is like, but like I say, it's still not over. You still could go after. Him. I think they're gonna go after him in summer. Mm-hmm. So Zo coming here for summer. Summer 2021. You want to see it over here. We're going to be big balling in Chicago, baby. Let's go. <laughs> big balling, baby. <laughs> Some of the other trades that went down on the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo to Miami, taking his talents to South Beach. 
Look at this poop package that um Houston um received from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and um a, a, a pick swap. And what makes this even crappier is um Oladipo is like the centerpiece of the James Harden trade to Brooklyn. So um it's even worse than it seems on people look like really like all the because Victor was evil for nothing essentially. Like a lot of Rockets fans were super bummed over this trade. And some now ladies and some pickles and some hot pickles with peppermint sticks in the middle. That's what that was, basically. <laughs> um, Bleacher Parade gave it an F plus and shit, by the way. That trade. I'm like, said, now ladies, that one got an F plus. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that that was not. That was not it. That was not it. <laughs> and then the fact that that's a part of the James. Oh, my gosh. He was like a main piece of the James Harden trade to Brooklyn. Like, oh, because it was the three team. It was um Brooklyn, Houston, and Indiana. Right. They sent Karis LeVert to um Indiana, and um that's how Ola Depot ended up in the trade. So um mm-hmm. that was like the main centerpiece of the trade. I think Cleveland was part of that trade too. I think about that they sent out assets to like to the Cleveland. It was a four-team trade, but um mm-hmm. Ola Depot was the main piece that Houston got back, basically. Well, people back where it's hot because he was in Orlando, now he's in Miami. So mm-hmm. there you go, back to Florida. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No state taxes either. No state taxes in yeah. Florida. <laughs> Orlando was busy as hell on draft day because they also traded away Aaron Gordon. Another um, he's the uh, the other the other light skinned dunker for those that the other light skin. <laughs> yeah, we got one of them with Zach. They got the other. Oh, yeah. People were mixing them up. It's like they're not the same. They're not the same. <laughs> yeah, one of them, yeah, it's like Aaron Gordon is like six ten. Zach is like six six four. So like they yeah. not even say, but he's both light skinned. So that's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the other one. So they sent out that to Denver. Yeah, actually traded for Gordon. They sent out Gary Harris, um, a tw- a first rounder with protection and like some mm-hmm. other pieces. So Gary Harris was the main centerpiece of that. Mm-hmm. So um, okay. Denver with Aaron Gordon. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You got um Jamal Murray. You got Joker. You got um Michael Porter. And now you got Aaron Gordon. He's to tough. Jamal Murray just broke. He's the one who broke our heart in that uh, Bulls loss recently. Jamal Murray, he's he got ice water in his veins. Jamal Murray, he the, he's that boy is lethal. He mm-hmm. is. He's a he's a killer. That mm-hmm. boy is lethal. <laughs> Evan Fournier also gets sent to Orlando. I mean, from Orlando to Boston. Oh, okay. Basically, two second round picks. Like Jeff T was part of this, but um, I think Boston. Not Boston, me. Orlando already waved Teague. I think I'll be, I think it was really just like um for the picks. Mm-hmm. Evan Fournier, he um helps out Boston tremendously. Yeah, he does. He gives them some more depth um to like, off of their bench. They might even be able to start him. Mm-hmm. He might um, which it's pretty interesting. Yeah, if you have um, they could have a starting lineup with um, yeah, you could actually start him. You have Kimba, Fournier. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and um Tristan. That's that's not bad. No, not bad at all. Yeah. On paper, that's not bad. On paper, they throw um Fournier in the starting lineup. Yeah, they got a, um, and then you stand, you move Marcus Mark back to the bench, uh, which I think is where he's best at off the bench, much like Kobe White. I think. Um, yeah, because he can Marcus lead. He can lead the um lead the second unit. Mm-hmm. He can be that leader of the second unit where you get like the points at from him for your mm-hmm. second unit. Yeah. But pretty much that was an hour later for Evan Fournier again, too, because I said it was Jeff Teague in two second rounds, and Orlando already waved Jeff Teague. So, <laughs> so <I think. laughs> Well, 
was um, cooler longer than his brother. So <laughs> now, later's to lemon pepper. Oh and Lord, for Lou. Kevin right now because Luper Lou Williams traded to Atlanta for Rajon Rondo. Hey, hey, now he can magic city all night long. <laughs> now you can get As he claimed, yeah, I was there because he likes the wings. I like wings. Now you you can go there every night. Now, yeah, he's in Atlanta. He like TNA, that's what you was there for. Now, no, you don't you don't like wings. You like breast, nigga. Yeah, them lemon pepper fire though. The dry rub on it. Um, now the Clippers is interesting trade for them because um, it depends on which Rondo shows up. You know, it's two Rondos. It's trash ass Rondo, and then they have the guy they call playoff Rondo. So like. If playoff Rondo shows up for the playoffs, then um, that's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Playoff Rondo shows up. But if he's like how – because Rondo, if you can't get playing time in Atlanta, then – because he was really just riding the bench and shit. <laughs> he wasn't doing shit in Atlanta. So um, maybe playoff Rondo – maybe he returned into L.A. because he was the Lakers last yeah. year. Maybe he returned to L.A. and helped rejuvenate him. Mm-hmm. But um, He still do that same where he does the, the shake, yeah. the dream shake. We, you know, people fall for that. <laughs> Dallas Mavericks got JJ Redick. Nice trade for them. Mm-hmm. Put another shooter next to Luca. I like it. <laughs> He's another one ice wire in his veins. That mm-hmm. boy is lethal. It's another one lethal. <laughs> they gave up James Johnson, the second round pick, and like other pieces. So, um, like James, I hope that I know that somebody's gonna pick him up because he's um you know he's a good you know I think New Orleans bought him out too so um we're gonna talk about the buyout too some he's gonna get picked up somewhere because he's a good person he's like a journeyman so like he's a good person to have on your team where it's like hey we need some more physical presence we need some more energy he's like that type of player so I'm sure he'll find a home somewhere yeah are your favorite guy Mister Hip George Hill, who looks like Trey Songs, why I made that sound. Trey Songs, okay. <laughs> he joins Philadelphia. Good pickup by good trade yeah. by Philly. Good pickup. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a three-team trade between the Knicks, the Thunder, and the Sixers. Like so, the Sixers get George Hill. Um, Austin Rivers and some other pieces go to um OKC. Terrence Ferguson, um, second round pick, and some other bullshit goes to the next. This is a musical chair for real. That's why after a while I stopped looking because it was making me dizzy trying to watch the chair. I watched the Bulls stuff. I was like, let me see what the Bulls did. Let me see what my team like, did. I'm naming mostly the bigger names. Like I said, all these other bums that were in this trade. I'm not, but George Hill was the main piece of this. Mm-hmm. Um, gives him some point guard depth. They wanted, you know who they wanted, but um, he ended up not getting traded. They wanted Kyle Lowry. I think he'd have made them deadly. Hmm. Philadelphia, I guess Philadelphia is already nice if they had got Kato. Yeah, he'd have made Ooh. them. Deadly. But um, Ooh. I guess um, Toronto wants to resign him. So said, I guess that, I think he's a free agent. So like, and Toronto's not that. He's good. been there the whole time, right? Yeah, he's been there the no, whole no, time. No, he's been there. Um. For about a decade, but um, that's most of his career. Cause he um, he he he's like another. He, he reminds me of Chauncey Billups, his career trajectory. Oh, Chauncey kind of bounced around till he ended up in Detroit, and then right. that's what he's known for. His time with Detroit is like Kyle, Kyle Lowry is like that as well. So 
where like early in his career he bounced around to a bunch of teams till he landed in a Toronto. That's because I just think of him here in Toronto. That's what I just think. Been there like damn near ten years. Right, so that's why I was like, okay, I identify him with Toronto. Only. Like yeah. go early, I think he like Houston, Memphis, like all that. Like he barely played in like those other. Teams. Oh yeah. yeah. And then once he found a home in Toronto, then he really developed. Like, know. Billups, like, was Boston and, like, Toronto and then the Minnesota. Like, like Billups looked like he was going to be the traveling journeyman. But then um, once he ended up in Detroit, like, he Detroit, left. Then that's where he set his roots down. Yeah. Norman Powell and Rodney Hood is a trade between Portland and Toronto. I'm just reading some of the smaller trades now. I think that's it as far as all the trades. We're gonna talk about the buyout um candidate mm. next, which um big moves, big moves, yeah. Mm. I'm just making sure that I didn't miss anything big, like most of these players. Unless you go on the count, Javale McGee returns to Denver, so there you go. So Denver is nice because Javale he's a, he's a nice backup for Joker, mm-hmm. nice backup center. They really didn't give up shit either. They contrary gave- to popular belief, he's not Shaq Nafool anymore. Because people just that's where he got popular to put Shaq Nafool. But when he went to Golden State, he kind of re- rejuvenated his career. Yeah. Won a couple of rings and then um and now he's um in, he went to LA, won another ring. Won another ring, yeah. Yeah, he is actually um he's decent, yeah. And like now he's like, oh, he's like 30. I mean, he's not, you know what I mean? He's not a young knucklehead anymore. So I mean he's I like him joining because, like, in Denver, is like it wasn't where he started, but he played a lot of his career. The early his career, he was in Denver. He started in Washington, then like Denver, and then bounced around, and now he returns to Denver. So mm-hmm. now Denver's actually good. So I, I like the trade. I like it. Milwaukee got PJ Tucker. I forgot about that. That was big. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, Trevor Ariza to Miami, another one I forgot about. <laughs> and this is gonna make me laugh right here for Myers Leonard and um a second round pick. You know the Myers Leonard story, right? You know what happened with him. Right? How Miami had sent him home. He was like on Twitch, like he said some anti-Semitic shit on Twitch, and um basically like got sent home and shit. And he Myers Leonard might be like the um the anti-fucking um Mahmoud Abdul Rauf slash Colin Kaepernick, like because he's white and shit, and he might be blackballed. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> um, because was after right after this trade when Trevor Ariza um got traded to Miami for Myers Leonard, OKC immediately waved Myers Leonard to like if his career is over. Yeah. Right, me and shit, I don't see anybody signing that dude. And shit, so no, they're not. So um, so it's like um. Like, play, play the race cup is nice to see um somebody white get their come up and sports like, right. like said, take yeah. your hate <laughs> take your hate <laughs> it's like yeah so you tried to try to cancel Nick Cannon so like it's good to see Myers Leonard get canceled like, <laughs> <laughs> for saying his bullshit so, <laughs> if he's canceled like I wouldn't sign him would you <laughs> and anybody that signs him people people are gonna sign I'm like really you signed to you signed you signed this dude it's like people gonna sign I didn't right. him, so. I'll, I think Myers Leonard career. He might have to go overseas. Probably the NBA career is probably over. Yeah. Let's talk about the buyout market right now because okay. it's about to get real in this bitch. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. What you got? What you got? One of your die said. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs bought out Lamarcus Aldridge first of all, and guess where he ended up? Brooklyn Zoo. Ooh. I saw that. I thought it was a joke because Ooh. when I saw it, I was like, "Is this real?" And then I saw Woj say it. I was like, it Betty is Will. real. Because I believe, Betty, Betty I believe Will. Woj. 
Betty Rich. I believe everything Wode says. That's why I went to Wode's and that's why I confirmed Vucevic trading with Wode. Wode says it happened. I follow Wode's on Twitter. I went to his Twitter and said, yep, the Bulls really did give Vucevic. Wode says it happened. Because first when I just saw, I was like, LaMarcus August to the uh, to the Nets. I was like, nah. And then I saw Wode's. Per Wode's, I was like, okay, I believe Wode's. I believe him. So the um the Nets can technically put out a lineup like on paper it sounds amazing. We we'll see how it looks like once, but with um Kyrie at the point, Harden at the two, Durant at the three, Blake Griffin at the four, and Marcus Aldridge at the center. It's like <laughs> on paper that sounds insane. And it's like so now you know, <laughs> you know Griffin and um Aldridge are like past their primes, but still low. They 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 don't have to be stars in Brooklyn. So now you got uh, two MVPs and Kyrie Irving to be the stars. You don't need like. Them to be so stars. Now, uh, they can be so role players Warriors, in Brooklyn. The Warriors with KD can say, How does it feel to be us? Because <laughs> yeah. everybody hated the Warriors when they got KD. Yep, and, um, the now, and especially when they signed Boogie, too, because that's what this reminds yeah, me. Yeah, when they get Boogie, you know, they had KD, hated. and then they, you go ahead and Boogie to that. You, you, have, um, you have the, the Splash Brothers, Draymond, Kevin Durant, with and Boogie. Glad Boogie. With Iggy off the bench, <laughs> people are looking at that. They team. already <laughs> won 73 games already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they added Boogie what? that year, people were really like, I was one of them. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was one of people like, man, fuck the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all got Boogie too? Like, nah, bro. Like, they already had Katie the year before, and then they got Boogie after that. Brooklyn might be getting some of that hate now that they got LaMarcus Audrey. They got I, I expected, yeah, I, I, I would love to see y'all. I should go to the Knicks fans um, board. I, I want to see how they were reacting to let's, the offense. Uh, let's follow Spike Lee's Twitter and see what Spike Lee is tweeting. <laughs> I'll dip into some Knicks um, fan pages. And just, <laughs> I got to see what they talk about. I'm starting with Spike. I'm starting with the King. <laughs> the king of New York. I'm starting with Spike Lee. He's the King uh, of New York. No, the Knicks <laughs> having a fit. The Knicks fans and shit. <laughs> Man, for some bullshit, man. I know they. What <laughs> They got all oh, you got KD and Harden. What? How much more do you need? It's like, <laughs> then why somebody they pay somebody photograph uh, photoshopped the uh, picture of LeBron with a Brooklyn Nets jersey. I'm saying LeBron has joined the Nets. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, he, he just re up with the Lakers. So that, right? <laughs> Somebody's like just said LeBron has now joined the Nets. Well, other people actually believe that shit. That's what's wrong. Petty. Petty. <laughs> I'm like, y'all petty. LeBron's staying in L.A. because of a couple of reasons. Like, he's older for one. And this is where he wants to retire, I believe, because it's like he's going to that next phase in his life because LeBron has his production company. Yeah, he's looking they, at post-basketball now. That's they, did, um, they did do this in the Black Messiah because I saw LeBron, yeah. his production company, LeBron had a hand Maverick. That. that was them, LeBron yeah. and Maverick. And then they're looking at other projects that they're producing and everything. So, I mean, Bron is looking, like you said, for the life after basketball. Because LeBron is, what, 35? Yeah, that's why he went there to begin with. Yeah. Remember, the, the Lakers were trash when he went there. They were not yeah. the Lakers they are now. Like, LeBron didn't sign there to, like, chase a ring. It's like, because, like, because mm-hmm. they, they had, the yeah, Lakers were not good. Like, when he signed there, mm-hmm. they, were, they had just had, like, the, what, the, um, what pick they were like a lottery pick. I forgot what number they had. Yeah, they were, they they were, were bad and shit. <laughs> they were not good when um LeBron signed there. Mm-hmm. So um this was he signed there specifically because for post basketball. Mm-hmm. It works out that um they actually put a team around him. They went and got A D and like right. signed a bunch of other vets, right? They put, they put like pieces around him to win to actually win a championship, which they did. And um 
they got the they got um active on this buyout market too. This just in. I don't know if you heard the latest. Mm-mm. The LA Lakers have just signed Andre Drummond. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. Andre I saw Drummond. that. Yeah. So yeah, that was one that you thought that the Bulls could have got was Andre. That's Drummond. Well, one of the names I was looking at before I said Otto Porter for Drummond straight up. But then they did even better. They got they it's like, hey, <laughs> and they sent out Porter, and they even killed better. two birds. They killed two birds. So not only did they get Porter out here, they sent Wendell Carter's ass too. So I was like, yeah, you gotta take him too. Yes, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> take his Carter's ass too. Ass out too. Thank you. Yeah. I was ecstatic. I'd love to see how Salik's reaction would be. I'm pretty sure he would make a one eighty on Wendell Carter on that. He's like, yeah, you would make way. <laughs> he's used bulls all day. He would say, "Yeah, the Carter wasn't that good." Like, "Yeah, hey, we got boots." I thought he right. <laughs> He'd have been like that. <laughs> I was like, "I told you that on draft day, he wasn't hilarious." <laughs> but yeah, with them getting drumming now, it's like, yeah, that that adds some definite depth. That's- now they can play with their lineup. You can go small with AD at center, or you can go big with Drummond at center and put AD at the power forward. Like, you got options. Mm-hmm. You can play small or play big. Mm-hmm. They're another team that we're looking to. Um, the, I don't think they have the assets to get Kyle Lowry because uh, who would they trade? Because I was mentioning now, I was like, I don't see how the Lakers will pull it because um, they don't um, they don't have the assets. I don't see who they know because Kyle Lowry ain't taking a pay cut to go play with LeBron. Huh? I said Kyle Lowry ain't taking a pay cut to go play with LeBron. He's not doing that. I mean, it's, it's with the trade. Like, who you, like what assets are you sending out? Like, that's I, not. I don't see it. So like, it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And I think they they they're, they're decent. They got um Schroeder at point, so um they they yeah, like Schroeder. Schroeder's good. He's good. Not bad at point. He's yeah. good. Yeah. And then um, but Drummond is um he definitely gives them some more depth. Like I said, because they got options. Yeah, you can um either bring you can leave put Drummond on the bench and go small or like for like big line. If you play like teams like Joker and MB with big centers, bring Drummond in. Like you can start Drummond against your big centers like that. Mm-hmm. So. So just the Lakers that the biggest thing battling right now is health. You got to get LeBron and AD healthy, like both of yeah. them are hurt right now. So they got a tough schedule. So like um, we'll see if they can hold on till like their two all stars are back. Right. Because um, they both uh, it's like LeBron is missing significant time for like the first time in in a first while. Time in really in his real like yeah. really really in his career because LeBron has been a machine. But like we say. That other side of 35 is real. I keep on saying, like, even though LeBron's a machine, he's in great shape. He's in great health. But that other side of 35 is iffy. He turned that ankle and now he's on the injured list. It's iffy. Um, like, it's good that the Lakers are so far ahead that um, if they can, like, stay in the top three in the West, then they'll be okay. If they slip yeah. past that, then – um, because you don't want to be, like, in that four or five. That four spot. or five, yeah, that match would be – That'd be rough. Because, um, then, like, you got to meet somebody, like, let's say, like, you got to meet the Clippers or in the, Denver in the first round. Like, that is, like, you don't want that. Or, yeah. uh, which one call or the Jazz, even? You have to meet the they'd Jazz. They have to follow it to eight for that, but still, though, yeah, Jazz has been, they're number one team in the, in the league right now. Number one. Oh, the Jazz is number one. Okay. So, Jazz is number one. I didn't know Jazz was number one. Damn. I haven't been watching the West game like that. That's Damn, I haven't been watching. <laughs> Well, the standings up before we wrap this up because we go long and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we went long on this NBA talk. Right now. <laughs> <It's> all- <laughs> a lot happened, and we're NBA fans. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, the West. Yeah, like I said I didn't know that they were number um one in the uh in the league. I didn't know that. Wow. I will read the standings. Oh yeah, Jazz is kicking ass. I'm looking at it now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull it up. My um, as my 
my Teddy Riley internet right now. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I got my standings. Let's start West. Yeah, Jazz number one in the West. Actually, three games ahead of the number two seed, the Phoenix Suns. Like, so Chris Paul, you got to give him his props. Chris Paul got Phoenix playing like – remember, Phoenix was one of the worst teams in the league before Chris Paul went there. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul matters and shit. Yeah, yeah he does. That's um, yeah, yeah, one of your husband's favorites of all time, so I give him props on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, CP3. Yeah, he, yeah. He's always been a Chris Paul fan, always. Clippers are three right now. Mm-hmm. Lakers have slipped to four. Lakers were like two for the longest. Now, yeah, and then that would be, and then Nuggets is five. So they were going against that's the that tough matchup we talked mm-hmm. about. I say you want to be in one of those top three spots because then you avoid shit like this. Four or five mm-hmm. is when it gets tricky. Denver even I mean, six is a little tricky because you got the Trailblazers at six. So even that's tricky if you go three. Mm-hmm. They said Trailblazers because they a little they a little tricky. The Trailblazers, Damian Lillard, he's tricky. And Antonio seven, Dallas is eight. I, don't, I don't, like I said that's just coaching there. I still don't see how the Spurs yeah. are seven right, and they just bought out Aldridge and shit too. It was even on there. Do um Rudy Gay, um Demar Derozan, like um, Patty Mills, Patty Mills, like who they even got is. <laughs> That's just Popovich right there. Because Popovich is just such a great coach that he can will his team to win. They just let Aldridge go in like they still in the playoff. Memphis and Golden State are on the outside peeking in right there. I'd like to see the Warriors get back. Me too. It sounds like, strange coming from me. Yeah, but, but, who fall, but who would fall out then? I want San Antonio to fall out. They're not that good. That's, what I'm okay, that, that's who would have to fall out. Because I want the Mavericks in. Like I said, Mavericks are my dark horse. They've been they've been underwhelming. I was I had high expectations for the Mavs. We just got JJ. So yeah, they got on. Now let's take you to the East, my brother, to the East. Okay. Philadelphia kicking ass on top in the East. The process, yeah. baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. They legit did Corinne Stephanie way into that top spot though. Because, but here's the thing with tanking is like um, which is another reason why I didn't mind Carter going out just because um. Because the players you have during the rebuild aren't necessarily the players you're going to have when you're good. Mm-hmm. All the players that are left from those city teams, the only ones still there are Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Like all yeah. of the other guys are gone. It's just like, it's the same with the Bulls. Like when the Bulls really become a contender, it's probably going to be like Zach, maybe even Patrick Williams, something like that. Like none of those other guys from the rebuild are going to be there. Like you're not going to see Disney Valentine be gone next year. Okay. Felicio, he'd be gone. Felicio, thank God. Get rid of his ass. Get rid of his ass right now. Kobe White might last. Like, I don't um, – Markinen might be gone next year. He's a free agent this summer. They, I don't, I don't know if they're going to resign him. It's like Markinen, like I said, I think that – I think that he has been playing pretty good. Like I said, I think he's trying to – he's trying to prove his worth. That's what's going on right now. He's trying to – To me, they had the perfect work. trade, but both teams would have had the balls to pull the trigger. Markinen for um, Lonzo. They both free agents next year. I'd have done an even swap. And I think um in in marketing he probably will fit well next to Zion. Hmm. I think the two of them together would be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would have done an even swap. Lori marketing and Lonzo, like straight up. That's the offer I would have made. But like I said, I'm just I'm just armchair and GM. Armchair right GM. Now. So yeah, but like that's what that's the one I wanted. Because um Thaddeus Young is like playing well. Like he's um he is. And now that you got Vooch, is like who goes to the bench? Are you going to put the Thaddeus to the bench or marking? And like one of them is going to the bench. So right. if, if it's marking, then you might as well have traded him for Lonzo, who's going to be starting. Like Lonzo exactly. would start if he came here. Mm-hmm. Then you would have Lonzo as your point. At the two, you got Zach. 
You can start the rookie at three or a temple, like whoever you want. I'd probably go with the rookie just to I like, the rookie. I will because he's part of the temple's not part of your future. I'd definitely go with I Pat. Say the rookie. Yeah. I go with the rookie here. Yeah. And then in your four spots, you would have um you you'd have Thaddeus Young, and then at center, you got Vucevic. That's good Pretty enough good. to um do some Pretty damage good. in the playoffs with Lonzo in there too with that. That's good enough to do and then off the bench, you would still have um Kobe White. You'd have Temple, you'd have like guys off the bench. Sadoroski would have survived that much because I would have sent La um, marketing now. So yeah, you still have Sado backing up Kobe. You still have Sado backing up Kobe White. So mm-hmm. and you have Daniel Tice. It's like yeah, I would that would have been a nice squad with Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because um, if you're gonna go with Thaddeus Young, man, you're gonna be bringing marketing off the bench anyway. But who started the game yesterday? I missed it. Yeah, like I missed. Who, I gotta see who started. Marketing start. Okay, so Thaddeus Young went back to the bench then. Okay. Yeah, marketing start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Thad Young, because Thad Young been balling out, so they guess yeah. They, yeah, yeah, he sent him yeah. back to the bench. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the um standings before we wrap this shit up. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia number one, Brooklyn number two. Yes. They're only a game behind Philadelphia though, because right. and now with Aldridge, they might take the top spot. <laughs> the Bucks are three, two and a half games behind Brooklyn. That's probably your top three locked in. I don't see any of these other teams. It might like Brooklyn and Philadelphia might shift. Right. Black I think Milwaukee stays at three. I don't see them passing you. Yeah, little, I think Milwaukee does. The other two teams are way too good, Philly and Brooklyn. So Milwaukee's locked in at three. One Knicks. and two might switch. Like Milwaukee's there locked in at three right Knicks, now. surprisingly, is four. Knicks are fourth <laughs> in the East. And another surprising team are the Charlotte Hornets oh, at Hornets. five. Even though LaMelo balls hurt, like um, they they saying it's for the season. LaMelo says it's not. So LaMelo says he wants to come back. So we'll see who wins out on that. It's like uh, Charlotte wants to shut him down. Like Melo's like, no, nah, I won't. <laughs> I'm not out for this. I ain't dead yet, motherfucker. That's what Lamelo. <laughs> <Rick Flair. laughs> yeah, he, he still wants to play. Like, so we might see him like sometime in April or so. Who knows? Like maybe May. Like <laughs> he says, hey. he, he says he's not done though with the, the the wrist injury. He wants that rookie of the year. That's what that is. Number, Number six, six, you got um the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, they rebounded because okay. they were struggling early on, but now um. Trey Young, John Collins. Yeah. They got some um nice pieces. Um, Cam Reddish is there. They got some good players. Mm-hmm. Seven Celtics. Surprising. <laughs> They've been disappointing. But um, like I said, they made um the um the move for Fournier that um might turn out to be formidable. Yeah. I could see them definitely moving ahead of Charlotte. They could move to like mm-hmm. the fifth and maybe the fourth spot. Because like these are like all close together. They're like right. a game, like game, like, like all a half game a game, apart, yeah. game apart. Yeah, Boston could easily move into the fourth spot. Like they can take that fourth spot easily. With Miami, another team, Miami at eight because they made some moves as well too. Yeah, and Miami got Victor Oladipo, so they oh. can move up. Yeah, so. with Jimmy, so that's that's pretty kicker. That's a one-two punch right there. Don't forget about Bam, baby. Bam, that's <laughs> Bam, baby. <laughs> they got a nice little squad. Pat Riley is always like making moves though. Pat Riley, he's yeah, he's a oh, don. <laughs> Pat Riley is a don. <laughs> With um Indiana and Chicago, the two central division rivals on the outside looking in right now. Chicago's two games out of the eighth spot, so like Bulls yeah. mathematically can still get in. They can. You would need Charlotte or somebody to fall off. Charlotte needs to fall off. Miami, Boston to make it. Atlanta seems like they're safe as well too. So um, 
So now I'm actually rooting against LaMelo Ball to not come back because I want Charlotte to fall so the Bulls can make the play. Because <laughs> so, now that I think about it, yeah, Melo, you can stay home. Melo, sit down. Sit down, Melo. Sit down, Melo. Yeah. Sit down, Melo. You can help out your brother's future team because your brother's coming to Chicago. <laughs> help your brother's future team out there. And on that note. <laughs> Wrap this shit up. Not another damn podcast. Episode 200, baby. Yes, definitely appreciate each and every one of you for support. If you want to support us further, then give our Facebook fan page a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your podcast platforms. You got Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey. Also, get us on Alexa, on your Amazon devices. And if you want to check us out visually, look at us on YouTube below something like... That's dope. <laughs> Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And a work in progress, OzRadio.net, the bomb where you get your 90s and 2K classics. Hey, got my equipment now, so I'm ready to broadcast, baby. And you can check me out, MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, SCR8GULEY1 on Twitter, SCR8GULEY7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Philly Facebook fan page. Check out straightdilly.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightdillyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.